Durham brings it across midcourt. He's getting harassed by Evans. They still have fouls to give Cheshire. Here's Sloan to the basket. Out to Ornwas. Sloan in the corner for the win. Oh! Can you believe it? David Sloan wins it on the buzzer. And the Caledonian gladiators go wild. Wow, they got exactly what they wanted. They got their leading score open in the corner. And this time, he delivered. David Sloan the biggest shot of his professional career. Hello and welcome to another episode of Cladcast Basketball Podcast. You'll probably hear from my voice, it's a little bit gone. Uh, here's all the like, post-match reaction to that, with tons and tons and tons of content from all the teams, from owners to GM to scoutery to everything. Uh, what a game. I tried to do my intro for this before before the game even started, before even the women's WBL final started, and it was just the arena was jam-packed, so could not even hear myself through my microphone, so I was like, this is going to have to wait tonight. I've just spent all evening editing all this, probably going to watch the game back. Honestly, I hope everyone who was at it, or who watched it at home, really enjoyed that. So yeah, check out the next, I, I really don't know how long this is going to be, uh, content, hear all the reactions, and happy listening. Well, did to start with, let's speak to our recording with Chantel. Chantel's obviously off the back of a brilliant uh, four point one for the girls yesterday in WBBL Championship action. A massive win for them heading into the playoffs, and then I'll quickly run after that one. Did a recording with Matt from Scout today. Obviously, we hear about their involvement in terms of scouting players for Gareth, Sean, and the rest of the kind of backroom team to see on how they recruit. So a really insightful chat with him, uh, which happened before the game has started. So yeah, happy listening to those first two recordings. Awesome. We are joined pre-game with Chantel Handy. Chantel, congratulations on yesterday's win. Thank you very much. It was a tough one, but we, we got it in the end. Yeah, big comeback in the end. What kind of got the girls over the line? You know, I just think, just fight until the end. You know, we knew it was going to be a hard game going against Cardiff. We played two different games against them, and we knew going to their place was going to be tough. So we just battled it out in the end and got the job done. So we're here just before the start of the men's game. A full house Emirates Arena, obviously. The guys are used to playing in the smaller sports hall. What, what playing in a final means for people in general? What Can you tell us what a final appearance means? I mean, this is why we play, right? These are the kind of games that you want to play in. So I hope the guys are excited. They're probably motivated. You know, it's a big move for the club. And there's a lot of support behind the guys. And obviously the gym's full today. So I'm hoping that we can get as much of the crowd support as we can. So obviously we're kind of a week or two past when the announcement came that £20 million has been invested by the Demony family into the into the sport, into the kind of organisation. What does that money mean and what can it mean to have for Scotland and UK basketball having like a facility of 6,000 plus five practice courts? You know, it's huge. I think it's it's big for the team alone, but then for Scotland in general, it's great, you know. So it's another team, a sports team that they can follow and support and, you know, it's going to be huge and we're excited about it and just ready for it to get ready to be open and so we can play in there and we can have the fans come and support us. It's going to be great. So for the WBL side, what's the rest of the season's goals and ambitions? Well, we're looking to go in the playoffs, obviously, try and get as top and high seasons as we can to get the playoff rounds going. But then, obviously, it's, it's one game of a time in playoffs, isn't it? It's one and done. So, first, we've got to get there, finish out strong. Yeah. That's, that's our goal, to finish out strong, get the best ranking we can, and then, obviously, take one game at a time. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank no you so much for doing that. Uh, we are joined special guest here at the okay. trophy final. We've got Matt Hotter from Scout uh, Today. Matt, how are you finding the... We're at half-time in the women's game. How are you finding that game so far? 
Yeah, it's a close game. It's a very, very entertaining game. I think uh, Leicester are doing their, their best to make it a, an actual game. They, they almost have the chance to go up by, by one. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's very entertaining. And I think it's, it's, a, good, uh, it's a good sign for, for WBBL basketball that, uh, that you have a close game in the final. Yeah, so obviously we're here for the main focus for us is obviously the guys' game later on and when the Gladiators take on the, the Knicks. How do you feel that matchup looks going into the game? I think, to be honest, it's, an, it's about a 50-50 matchup. I think both teams have the chance to, to win it. Uh, I, I couldn't say who's realistically a favourite in that game. Um, I think, of course, um, Gladiators have a bit of the home advantage. But on the other hand, uh, Cheshire, they, they're there for a reason. They, they have a very a very dangerous team. They, they can be very tough and pesky defensively. So I think it's a 50-50 matchup, to be honest, and I'm looking forward to it. Obviously, you've probably followed the Gladiators quite closely this season. How do you feel like they've done and who's, who's impressed you so far? Um, I think everybody has impressed me. I think the, 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 as a team, they have impressed me. Um, I think they have taken the next step when it comes to last year. There was a couple of semifinals. This year, we actually made it to a final. So I think the season has been impressive overall. There were some tribulations, as you usually have during a season. Uh, we had to, to make a couple of changes, but not because of bad performances, but because of different situations coming up, a buyout coming up, and uh, a player having to go home for family reasons. So it's been uh, it's been an interesting season. It's been hectic at times, but uh, I also think it's 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 another step. It's a small step, but it's another step forward in the, within the organization. And how is that? How, do, how is your relationship with Scouting and the Gladiators? How is that going, especially in the future of a new arena as well for the club? What does that mean? How can you help them make that work? I think, first of all, this season it has been a bit different than, the, than in past years. Um, I think finding good players for an organization is always kind of a blessing and a curse at the yeah. same time. Because if you find good players, it always it tends to mean that next year you have to find good players again because they are leaving for, for greener pastures. And so this year we had to start basically at zero when it comes to the import players. I think we've, we've done a good job again as an organization. It's been great to work with, uh, with Gareth and the, and the guys again. And um, I think during the season, to change players during the season, it's always difficult because you have to find somebody quickly. And so this has been a challenge this year, to two times to change players during the season. I think we've managed quite well. And um, yeah, of course, I mean, the, the future looks looks bright. The future looks very interesting uh, in terms of these uh, these new facilities coming up. And and also, it's, it's going to be a... We're going to have to find different type of players in the, in the future, of course. We have to... We have to we will be looking at other levels, possibly during uh, due to the to the owner change and everything. So, so it's it's exciting times, absolutely. Absolutely, I'm looking forward to continuing this this relationship. Really, thank you, Matt, for doing that and th- enjoy the game. You're welcome, and go Gladiators. My thanks to both Chantel and Matt for giving me their time um, during the game or the games. And yeah, let's crack on with some player reaction. Let's kick off with Prince Onwaz, and we'll run a few from there. We are joined on court after, I don't know how to sum it up, what a game Prince on was, sum it up for us. <laughs> Man, if you were here, you were in for a show, right? From the beginning, um, we're so happy to be able to win for the fans and for people back home and for ourselves. Um, Chester is a great, hard-fought team. They came in with a game plan, they executed. Um, the game couldn't win any, any way, right? We're just so grateful and happy that it swung our way towards the end. I thought you threw out that game when the shot was needed. You hit some big buckets. That, lay- that easy two under the bucket end, a lot of pressure shoulders. How did you feel making that easy layup and then getting the stop on the other end? Man, it felt great. You know, it was it was wide open. Uh, Jeremiah made the perfect read. It was the perfect play at the perfect time. And just to be able to do it at the time, it just means it way. And then when David hit that three, the hands were up. How do you sum up that? Better? See, before David shot it, I was thinking of shooting it myself. But then <laughs> it's that trust in your teammates, right? 
right? Yeah. I've been trusting him all year long, and it just sums it up. That that, that play right there just sums up our team yeah. the, for the next for the next man, you know. Yeah. And as soon as he shot it, I knew it was going in. The hands were up. I saw it, the celebration like, I, already. I knew, I knew it was going in because it was, it's just in the books, you know. We put in the work. David is a great player. He lives for these type of moments. So it just you just can't write it up better than that. Brilliant. Friends, brilliant win. Thank you for bringing success to the club. And yeah, have a fun evening. Yeah, I appreciate that very much. Hey, we are joined now by Kyle Jimenez. Kyle, you hit two massive threes in the duration of that game, but yeah, sum up your emotions right now. Yeah, I think it's just overwhelming. Like, a lot of joy for, the, for our club, uh, especially for Johnny and Gareth. Um, Scottish guys have been here for a while. Just, it's really nice for them to win something. And uh, yeah, doing it for the club and for our country. Yeah, it was absolutely what an atmosphere in here. You sum up the kind of emotion of playing in front of 6,000 people, playing in kind of Glasgow, and yeah, just sum up that kind of experience of playing out in that court tonight. Yeah, it's, it was it was a bit surreal. Um, crowd was amazing. Got to spend, got to see all of our home fans that we see regularly come and support us, come to a final. A lot of other fans that probably don't come got to watch us play, and we done, I think we done ourselves and our club proud. And w- what does this evening have in store for you guys? Uh, the PG version? Or, <laughs> uh, no, I think it'll just be all celebrating with our teammates, with the owners, with coaching staff, all outskirts of staff. I think it just, it'll just be a good time for everyone. Well done, mate. Well done at all. Well Thank done. you very much. We're walking to the press conference now. Jeremiah's not put down the trophy. You're not getting a shot at this, David. <laughs> um, so, joined by David Sloan, the man who hit the, the buzzer beater three. Sum that up, man. Uh, the, shot, the shot felt good. Uh, the one that I missed... Probably like a minute right before that, it felt the same way. So it ended up coming off. So I had uh, ultimate confidence in shooting the second one that was for game. And uh, just dedicating this uh, game to somebody that I lost on uh, Friday. Oh, man. And uh, he lost, he died to a heart attack, and we was, we was extremely close. So I dedicated this game to him, and it feels amazing just being able to be a champ and lose somebody at the same time. It just brings the up spirits in you. Man, and I suppose you probably had loads of friends and family watching at home. You had six thousand plus people in here, and yeah, mm-hmm. some of that kind of atmosphere as well. Yeah, uh, it was it was amazing in here. It's kind of as a basketball player, as you get older, you might be nervous, but uh, I live for these moments. I love seeing a lot of fans. I feel like personally that they're here just to watch me play, and that's just the confidence that you need to have in yourself. And just as a young kid, everybody dream of this moment. David, I'll let you get on. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you. And congratulations again. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Amazing words from Prince, Kyle and David post-match. Um, before we go on to kind of the JB, Jeremiah and some of the coaching staff, I was lucky enough to speak to the legend within the league, uh, Ant Rowe. Ant's spoke to Ant pre-game, spoke to him after the game. He was gave me a bit of a time to record with him and of the man on Sky Sports, and here's his views on how the game went. Right, we are joined by BBL Great, the neutral man on Sky Sports comms today, Ant Row. Ant, as the neutral, how was that game for you? Well, I gotta confess, I don't feel like a neutral. I did my best throughout the whole game, and like, what I saw was was two teams, you know, go at it and give it their best. And you can even tell as well there was there wasn't much fluidity offensively, just because there was so much energy, emotion, and, and blood and sweat and tears dedicated to the defensive end. But at the end there, I can't help but but the massive smile on my face. And I am Mr. Neutral, by the way. I have no alliance either way, but just to see the reaction in this building, I, I can't articulate. My job is to commentate, and it was really hard for me to articulate to, to do it justice because it was yeah. insane. There's nothing I've ever seen before. It's incredible. And yeah, you just have to look around. Guys have been there. Uh 
and many finals for the Rocks. Uh, now as the Gladiators, you can see Johnny Bunyan's over there, not stop letting go of that trophy. Like, how do you think they must be feeling right now? Well, we certainly re-emphasize the narrative. It's been yeah. two decades since everything's everything's Tell been here, it. and you know, I think that's the, the the relief as well. And you can be a great player as well and go a whole career without winning anything. Gareth Murray, for instance, okay, one of the most decorated players we've got, not just from Scotland but from the from some and GB as well, yeah. And you know, he just you know, lots of runner-up medals, but wasn't quite able to get over the hump, and he's already achieved it as a coach. Yeah. And I'm so early in his career, which is it's remarkable. And some of these guys too as well. Even the non-Scottish players, you know, Unwas was holding back tears at the end of that game. Yeah. You know, Pat, uh, Bailey as well. You can see him in his interviews. It's genuine joy, and they have just a, a short period of time connected with Glasgow and in Scotland and, and the UK, and that means so much to them. So this is something as well that's going to stay for the next next twenty years, right? And yeah, and I suppose for the Gladiators, they're the start of a new chapter for them. That. Yeah, it should only hopefully go one way now. That's the thing. I think there's a, a bunch of optimism around here as well. You know, with, with, with Timothy's on board, and and then the the, the infrastructure, the building of, of, of stadiums. The future is bright, and they've already got something in here to back that. So, you know, exciting times here at, at Caledonia. Hey, Anne, thanks very much for doing this. Enjoy your trip home, man. Pleasure, Grant. Thanks, mate. Good. Thank you to Mr. Rowe for that. Great insight as always. Let's go and talk to both J. We'll put both JBs back to front. Jeremiah Bailey, the game MVP. What a night for Jeremiah. Um, through whether it's on the defensive end to the offensive end, brilliant. And then we'll and uh, hear out Captain Johnny Bunyan, the man's not stopped smiling, probably still is. Um, watching some of the highlights back, he's up celebrating every basket. The man was ready for the game and yeah, led his team well, both on and off the court. We are joined by game MVP, trophy winner, Jeremiah Bailey. <laughs> Jeremiah, fighting back the tears there. Sum that up, man. Man, I, honestly, this was just a big day for us because we had aspirations to win this. We had our goal is to come in here and take this from Cheshire and honestly to come out and did what we did. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty, but to come out and did what we did, it was huge for our team because, again, the season's not over with. To go on to finish this season out strong now after this big win to carry this silverware with us now for the rest of the season they can't take a, take that away from us and so now I'm excited how we're going to finish out and that was always a big tick in what uh, Gareth's kind of aims were for the team this season winning it in front of that crowd explain that kind of pop at the end when David hit that three man it, it just it was you know effect you know the air just went out of the room you know it, it went through you see the net the net move and the ball go through the buzzer go off and it just emotions didn't wait it was an overflow of waterfall <laughs> you know just pure happiness and positive energy now you know for us as a team to go back you um, know and go forward those final two minutes down by i think five yeah. uh, coach calls a timeout you've got the ball at the inbound and then you've got prince underneath the basket yeah that play ran perfect. Perfect, spot on. We, that's the action that we wanted. You know, Prince was our our guy that we knew. They was, you know, hey, Prince, if they leave you open, you got a wide open layup, and you know, we executed to to a T, and we got the point that we needed. Yeah, brilliant, Jeremiah. Well done again, mate. Thank you for winning the trophy back to Glasgow, and uh, yeah, good luck for the rest of the season, and try not drop that trophy. <laughs> Thank you so much. Well done, buddy. I'm still on court talking to guys. I've eventually tracked down Johnny Bunyan. Johnny, I have been trying to follow you around here for the last 20 minutes, trying to get even just a minute of your time. You have not stopped smiling since that shot went up. Sum it up, man. I can't. I honestly can't. It's, uh, it was always going to be hard. You know, you can't go 20 years drought without making it hard on yourselves. And you know, the best, the best thing in the whole game was I think with two minutes to go, probably not many people believed it would happen. Five-point game. 
uh, and then they didn't score. And we made a, a big shot. Prince made the big three. We got some. I think we got some free throws. We got the Prince off the uh, yeah, layup on the inbounds. And then uh, hit the, the last play was my favourite play. Not just because it was buzzer beater, but we actually had great ball movement. Yeah, we had great ball movement, great drive, extra passes, kicks, everything. It was it's what we kind of wanted to do. And, and for that shot to go in and win it in that way is magical. What was Gareth saying in those kind of late timeouts to kind of keep his focus and especially that that inbound play was it was Prince wide open. Yeah, I mean it's a perfect play. It's a play we've we've had all season in the locker, but it's not not been utilised that much to be honest. It's for, normally for a three in the corner, yeah. but we've got the uh, they've got the guy underneath and they just they just kind of lost Prince and it was a beautiful pass from Jeremiah who who played an excellent game. Is that yeah. his best game of the year so far? I'm sure I'm sure he would say he'd have better, but you know to, <laughs> to perform the way he did specifically in the third quarter, second quarter when he really carried the load for us, uh, he was incredible. Brilliant, Johnny. Enjoy your evening. Maybe see you next week or the week after. Aye, you'll not <laughs> see me for days. Let's hear what both coaches now have to say. We spoke to assistant coach Daryl Wood and coach Murray after the game. Both brilliant, insightful, amazing reactions. As you can tell throughout all this, everything's just amazing. Uh, so yeah, both coaches. And then let's hear from Gladiator's owner, Steve Timoney. And we'll finish off with GM Sean Skelly. We are here with assistant coach Daryl Wood. Daryl, what a win on the buzzer. As you said before we start, you can't write that. Sum up your emotions right now. Uh, excited, you know. I think uh, big shot. I believed in the team the whole time, you know. But once we went down in that kind of six, six down with two minutes left, you start to question things a little bit um, and you're trying to go. But a couple of really great play calls from Gareth, you know. One on that end line play for Prince to get the open yeah. way up. It's really big. It was a quick score at a key time. Um, and then after Ben's timeout, Gareth going into his 2 free zone, just threw the amount of rhythm a little bit, so gave us a big shot. And then what can you say about that ending, you know? Just to sum it up, it's unbelievable. David um, didn't have his best night, but that's what great players do, you know? They come in and hit big shots when they really needed. And yeah, and you saw that on the bench. Out of the timeout, seemed to always kind of go, we got what we wanted out of the timeout. You've seen it with that one where the Prince was open. Um, the the defence just didn't rotate over, and then... That stopped and then going to the zone. Was, you'd gone to the zone a few times throughout the game. Was that something deliberately done to confuse him? Yeah, definitely something we worked on in practice. You know, We knew that the zone could be really big. Guys like Larry Austin and Evans are really difficult to stop one-on-one. So just that zone and having them drive into the big and Farrell um, just gave us a different look. And it was definitely something we had planned in practice this week. Yeah, because I suppose that also probably protected Farrell a wee bit when he was on his four fouls. Yeah, 100%, and Prince and Jeremiah were both in that kind of just about to get in foul trouble action as well, so um, the zone was something we wanted to go to, reflection maybe could have gone to in the first half, but the timing of it was perfect, it really threw their rhythm. And some of what the atmosphere was like in there was incredible down the end, everyone for the last two minutes on their feet, but yeah, from the bench, what, what can you take from that? <laughs> it's huge, you know, I really tried to tell myself after the last final in Birmingham, which I remember absolutely nothing about, <laughs> I was going to try and relax a bit more tonight and soak it in, and... Um, I mean, that's incredible, you know, six and a half thousand people in here absolutely bouncing. Um, you don't necessarily hear the words, but you definitely feel the intensity and the atmosphere. And when Prince hits that layup and then the, the place when uh, David hits that free is just insane, you know. It's pure adrenaline, pure adrenaline. So what's tonight going to be like? Uh, tonight will be uh, one to keep off the BBC and all documentaries <laughs> for sure. Um, it'll be a good night. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting back to play sport and we'll celebrate appropriately, I'm sure. Absolutely. Darrell, well done again, man. Well done. Perfect. Thanks. We are joined now by the victorious coach, Gareth. Sum that up if you can, man. I mean, uh, how do you explain it? David Sloan wide open in the corner to win the game. Like, not how we drew it up, but as we got the shot that we wanted at the end of the game, uh, David Sloan 
nothing but net to win the game. I thought thought the guys played great all night. We we got stops when we needed to. We switched up our defenses when we needed to. Um, I thought when Will Neighbor hit that three, I said, okay, our chances are slim here. But we made plays. We got stops when we needed them. Prince made a nice layup out of timeout. David gets a wide open shot to win the game. Like it's, it's, it's picture perfect, really. In Glasgow, six thousand fans watching us. It was it's exactly what we we, dream, we dreamed of, right? Yeah, absolutely. Now those last two timeouts, you kind of got what you wanted. Yeah. The inbound play and then the stop. How yeah. how did you find that this just this whole atmosphere and how did it? How do you think you dealt with it all? Yeah, I'm used to being in these big situations, right? These big games, not necessarily as a coach, but as a player. So it didn't really phase me and like the amount of people here and the atmosphere I've been in I've been in Serbia I've been in Bosnia where you got 8,000 fans screaming like crazy um, so the, the, the I wasn't nervous I wasn't I was just in focused on what I needed to get done and that was to drop the place to try to win the game and, and I'm happy we got that done yeah and I suppose Cheshire came out pretty good first half and uh, the kind of feel around here was we were in this game still even though they kind of had the descendancy in first half but coming out of the gun third quarter I thought we were superb yeah f- first half they, they really um, we didn't play good basketball we, we were really good usually around the paint area but we were 7 for 20 in the paint which is like 12 points I think we had uh, 14 points sorry uh, I, yeah sorry <laughs> um, and uh, I thought second half we were like we need to we need to explore that more we need to get to the basket more we need to score around the perm. but we shot the ball well tonight which we don't always do during the season we shot more threes tonight thought guys made some big shots Fraz came in hit some mids and keep us in the game Prince had a couple of big threes as well when we, we really needed them and then at the end of the day like you say David Sloan finished the game off I thought Jeremiah was excellent as well maybe his best all round game he was really switched on all night yeah. you could see he was focused maybe those braids were tight <laughs> enough to keep his head screwed on you know absolutely and you've, you said it there but there was I suppose four threes massive threes by Fraser and two, yeah. uh, two by Fraser and two by Kyle yes. at big crucial times and yeah, that kind of kept the momentum but yeah Fraser off the bench defensively as well was superb yeah I thought the guy like I said Kyle came in and played great third quarter he really yeah. tried to put great defence um, he's got two guards he's got a match up again Right, they're quick guards, they're scoring guards, they're getting downhill on him. So I thought he did a good job of trying to put his body in the line and stay in front of him. And then he makes two big wide open threes, like big plays, and we really needed him as well. You know, so I thought everybody was everybody that stepped on the court, even Oscar came in and he did the job for about two minutes. Johnny, once again, didn't play him second half, but he knew what he's there for. His leadership, he's there. If you need him, he knows what to do. He's, he's talking to the guys all the time. PT, we know he was injured. We knew we were only probably going to get eight to ten minutes out of him because of his foot. But he came in and did a job for us to give us a, give us a little bit of a rest for Pharaoh. And Pharaoh once again came in with that leadership role and 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 did a great job to me. So what did what what's tonight's celebrations going to be like? I um, mean, it's going to be a long one. Honestly, <laughs> I've already told the guys I'll see them on Sunday. I'll see them in a week. <laughs> like, uh, this is the first time the club's won in 20 years. Yeah, I guess it's, it's the best. It's the best thing. That, it's what I've been trying to get to as a player for uh, 18 years, and now uh, first year as a head coach, not player coach. Uh, to bring the championship here to Glasgow, I mean, it's, like, it's an amazing feeling, honestly. Now um, we've got to enjoy it, right? I've got to, I've got to enjoy it. I've waited a long time for it. Um, I'm obviously disappointed I couldn't bring it the previous years as a player, but I'm so happy for the guys that have been here over the years. I'm so happy for where the club is going in the future. Yeah, because you saw it just in Johnny. Even look at Johnny's face, he's not stopped smiling. Yeah, it's, just, no, it's brilliant for everyone, and yeah, thanks for bringing our trophy to the club. No, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. We are actually centre court. After the game, it's still full of people, happy, cheering, smiles everywhere. I am joined by Gladiator's owner, Steve Timmy. Steve, sum up the emotions after that one. Uh, it's unbelievable. You know, I've struggled to control the tears, and Ali struggled to control the tears. We're happy beyond belief that 
not just that the team had won it and we've conquered uh, a lot of years of believing that we couldn't do this, but it was a manner in which they went at the fought every sent every step of the way right to the very end. And to finish it on a, a play that was made with the players right at the end there was sensational. Not only did David throw up the three, but he created the opportunity to throw up the three. You know, nobody will ever forget that basket, nobody will ever forget this game and nobody will ever forget what a team performance that was. It was historic. I'm elated. I think it might take me three or four weeks to come down for the high, if I'm being, <laughs> if I'm being honest. I think you've got some staff who might not reappear in the office this week. Yeah, I'm one of them. <laughs> and even then, like you look in this whole place, was absolutely packed to the rafters, probably a large majority of the end cheering for the gladiators. Does that fill you with excitement with obviously what the project is? Yeah, because what we've seen here today was exactly what we're trying to create. We're building a 6,000-seater super arena. We intend and we believe we can fill it. I mean, look what happened here today. You just need to get people along to see it, and they're so excited to become basketball fans. I don't really see that we can't fill a 6,000-seater for the big games week on week. And uh, today was the first time I've seen it, to be honest with you, 6,000. I was super excited. The crowd were absolute. You, you hear this term all the time, they're the six-man. I mean, my God... If you're no lifted by the sound coming out of those seats, it was just unbelievable how they lifted this place off us. Especially the last minute. They all stood up, they all cheered well their voice their night. And I doubt many of them will get much of a voice left after that match, to be honest. But I'm delighted for them. They can now start believing that we're a winning team, we're going to go into bigger things. And you just have to look round right now. You've got majority of teams still on court, posing for photos, pick, uh, signing autographs, like they, these guys are absolutely buzzing after that and you've got, you've got a couple of long-term servants there what do you think it means to people like Gareth, Johnny, Fraser? Uh, it means the world I know it means the world to you as well I've listened to you all week on your podcast talk about how you feel about it we're not going home we're just going to bring a DJ on here and have a party here I think <laughs> this is right where we made it happen but for me it means the world to see Gareth's face to see Daryl's face to see the guys that have been through it several times but to be honest with you that's one aspect the other aspect is I watched Prince the heart came out. I watched Jeremiah. The heart came out. You just Farrell. have to do it right now. Johnny's looking around. Johnny's not stopped smiling. The man's amazing. <laughs> I don't know what he's done with my sword. I told him to look after that sword, and I've not seen it for a while. So, <laughs> I mean, for this guy, Johnny, to do it in the presence of his brother, who's here to see him, is tremendous. But I wanted to do it for them more than anything else. You know, when they when they pull something like that off, and people are telling them all the time about the seven losses in the twenty years. I mean, they've showed everybody they're a winning, they're a winning side, and they're going to be a winning side. Johnny Bunyan's a lion, absolutely a lion. That's what you get with Johnny Bunyan. He comes on and lifts the whole team because he rules like a lion, and he did so today as well. Steve, thank you for giving me your time. Enjoy the rest of your day, man. Thanks, Grant. Thanks very much. Joined now by Gladiators GM Sean Skelly. Sean, we're last on court now. How does that feel? I'm planning on being here for another half an hour, just <laughs> sitting and taking it in. I, uh, it's been a, a whirlwind since that the, the millisecond that basket went in. I don't know if you happened to spot me, but I, I did I, I, I think you've sprinted the whole... You've done more, <laughs> if the athletics track was up, you've won the race. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Uh, since that moment, it's just been an absolute whirlwind, so I'm trying to now calm myself down. It's not working. I, I need some beer. Oh. <laughs> I suppose that game was close for out. It was a very typical kind of cup final kind of it game. Was. And then you two minutes to go, down by five, and it's almost kind of fairy tale stuff. It was. Prince open underneath the basket and then a slow three. I think the beauty of a result like that is that everyone in the organisation feels like they contributed because it's such a small margin. Everyone, the sports psychologist would talk about it. They play picture during the week to try and take the, <laughs> try and try and take the, the pressure off a little bit. He feels an ownership of that. Steve and Alison feel an ownership of that. I feel like things we've done over these last few weeks building into everyone in such a small margin game can feel like they, they contributed. And I think there's a real beauty to that. I think what you saw in that, that shot is, let's be honest, um, David 
is not necessarily the first um, person you would hope to see in the corner shooting that shot, but he shot it so well, and I feel like that was a 24 years of bad luck, or 20 years, of course, 10, 10 finals of bad luck getting rewritten in one moment. It was a singular moment, it was a singularity. All the history that the Rocks had, all the the absolutely unbelievable future that we're hopefully going to have all came down to one singular moment. And it was weird that moment, we've obviously got the stop in the defensive end, you've got 15 seconds on the court, I've set 15 seconds left on the clock, we're coming up the court with Val with the ball, and it's weird that you can just remember the whole play, but the moment David, <laughs> never hit, it. David hit that shot, the place went silent. <laughs> as yeah. everyone was just held their breath to make that shot and explain what the kind of atmosphere was in here I, tonight I think, I think that I can explain the three second silence because we're looking at all the refs <laughs> to make sure they didn't put some bloody nonsense call on first or call the bounds exactly then it's like and now we can celebrate um, no I, I, the atmosphere was unbelievable I mean that's a glimpse of what we need to get every single week exactly to be honest with you we need 6,000 every single game Um that's what we need to have for the for the remainder of our future. We're currently getting moved off court, which shows you how we probably have overstayed our welcome slightly. <laughs> I'm kind of scared. We keep... I'm not moving again. I'm not moving. This is me. I'm here tonight. Get me a beer. <laughs> He's just moving in. So, yeah, um, obviously tonight's tonight, but what does this mean for the rest of the season? Yeah, we need to refocus, actually. <laughs> I hate to be a downer, but this is not the end of the season. This is yeah. This is the first step in a, a long and fantastic future that's to come but uh, it's about refocusing we'll have our celebrations tonight maybe even the next day maybe even the day after that then we've got uh, Manchester of course for the weekend so we need to refocus I don't think you'll see some of the guys till then I'm fine with that as long as <laughs> <laughs> they deserve it they deserve a real a real release we've got a little bit of a, a kind of shindig arranged um, back at Playsport uh, with the players and things like that I'm sure it'll be quite a rowdy ruckus affair we've obviously got this documentary crew I've told them they're on a strict 10 minute curfew because after that it'll just get chaotic <laughs> I don't... and it'll just be me I'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> you saw you you had the bottle of champagne there soaking everyone it's just an absolute release of emotion so it, it, Sean it well done congratulations to you and everyone in the organisation and enjoy your evening thank you thank you so much and there we have it. Thank you very much for uh, taking the time to listen to all that. What a brilliant, brilliant day. Three point on the buzzer. Corner three, David Sloan and the Caledonia Gladiators of the BBL Trophy winners for 2023. Thank you again for listening. Thank you for listening to all the episodes in the build up to this episode. And yeah, hopefully you'll check out more of the Gladcast Basketball Podcast.